0: And welcome to season two of the Working While Homeschooling podcast, the podcast for workingwhilehomeschooling.com, where our mission is to help homeschooling parents make money, maybe even have a career, while continuing to homeschool and without losing their sanity. My name is Julie, and I am your host and resident career coach today. I want to thank you all for joining us and listening in. I hope you're doing well. Now, today's episode, we're going to talk about holiday planning. Um, It it will be about a week and a half um, before Thanksgiving, by the time you guys are listening to this. But before we get into that, I want to make a brief announcement. Um, I am one of the speakers for the online Teaching Them Diligently conference, which should be happening and coming out today, the day that you are listening to this podcast on Monday, November 18th. So it should be live all of this week. And I would like to invite you guys to join us in that conference. It's going to be a great one, I believe. And I'm looking forward to all of you guys um, checking that out with me. Um, and it is an affiliate link. And I'll send that, put that in the show notes of the podcast and also my website. And then the Facebook groups and so on. But I would love to have you guys join us and check out that podcast podcast. Um, excuse me check out that conference tell me what you think Um, there seem to be some really top-notch speakers not just me um, that are a part of this conference and I think you're really going to enjoy it okay so let's get into Thanksgiving prep mode here Christmas prep mode I'll tell you honestly I'm a solid month behind my own schedule I started out really good and then dropped the ball and then I was like oh my gosh it's like um, two weeks before Thanksgiving whoops so um, I am playing catch-up myself um, and I will tell you guys when I first got married we lived overseas so I kind of got in the habit of planning far in advance for everything because we had to deal with shipping so I had to basically Order everything online and have it shipped us overseas and this was way before Amazon got big so um, You know that really wasn't you know having a two-day You know delivery isn't it isn't in the cards when you're living overseas and it definitely wasn't back then so i always had to plan a minimum of three weeks in advance for everything and Because I had always frankly planned by the quarter for my job and for my work back then I frankly thought that's just what grownups did. Um, so I was planning our personal lives and our family lives by the quarter. So October 1st rolls around and I started planning and figuring out everything for October, November, and December. That's just what I did. Um, because I thought that's what everyone did. I had no idea. And you guys know organization is not my natural suit. So if I, people told me this is how you're organized, I was like, okay. And I just nodded and did it. I thought that was normal. Um, I had no idea that people don't plan that far in advance. That's a crazy thing and a silly thing. So I would start in October and I would look at my calendar for three months and I would plan out all three months, every single thing I knew. And then I, so everything was frankly ready to go. Halloween was ready to go, Thanksgiving was ready to go, Christmas, everything. In fact, I often used to even have all of my shopping done by Thanksgiving. Um, I used to laugh at people who, frankly, were waiting before, until after Thanksgiving to do their shopping because I knew I had to be three to four weeks ahead because I needed to make sure, frankly, what I ordered got to my in-laws because they would handle all the cousins and nieces and nephews and all of that. And to my parents, who handled all the cousins and nieces and nephews on my side, So I had to make sure I ordered it in time, it was delivered, it was the right size, it got there in good condition in case stuff had to be returned. So I was working this with my in-laws and my mother and all that kind of stuff. And it was just, it adds extra time when you have to add all those extra steps. Amazon now, their two-day and same day and next day delivery, freaking game changer. Love it. But in the meantime, I still really love to do my planning far in advance. Now, by the time you guys listen to this conference, it'll be Monday, November 18th, by the time this particular podcast comes out, excuse me, and um, so we're already like a week and a half before Thanksgiving, so frankly, we're a little bit behind the ball. I should have recorded this and given this to you guys much earlier, but let's just jump in, okay, because honestly, last weekend was when I realized, oh my gosh, it's two weeks weeks before Thanksgiving, and I haven't done a thing, so I'm in the same boat as you guys. All right, so the first thing I recommend, and this is a habit I got into, is I have all of my Thanksgiving recipes typed in a Word document, one document. They're all typed. They're all in the same place. It's saved as Thanksgiving recipes in my computer and on my Dropbox. So when I'm ready for Thanksgiving, all I have to go do is go to the exact same piece of paper that I've been going to every single year and open it up and print it. And usually after Thanksgiving, like whatever scratch and scribble and changes I've made to the recipes or whatever I've done, I've re-added in. I just really save it in the same document. So all of my old notes are saved. Everything I've used to do is saved right there. I don't really have to think about it anymore. Now, granted, we've been married for 15 years and I probably have been making Thanksgiving for 20. So to me, it's just rote. I just kind of, you know, I kind of know what I'm doing and it's just rote. I absolutely love that, by the way. I love the tradition of it. I love the fact that there are a couple recipes that I only make for Thanksgiving, and you can only have them once a year, and it's the exact same thing every year, and that creates a lot of stability and tradition and kind of constancy in my kids' lives because they know you only get dressing, cornbread dressing, once, maybe twice a year if they're lucky, but that's it. And so it becomes something special and to look forward to. So you might want to consider doing the same thing. If you have certain recipes that are just your standard goes-tos, set it up, save it somewhere so you can never lose it and you never have to go digging for it. And then after this year, you've you kind of got it in your computer, and next year is so much easier. Remember, a lot of what I suggest is about automating things so you never have to think about it again. So you print out that document. And then you have to figure out your your grocery shopping list. Okay, this is where I started to panic because I thought I had all of this stuff in my pantry and I'm a huge fan of, um, frankly, shopping from your pantry first, right? So I pull out everything in my pantry that I could possibly use for Thanksgiving and it goes in one box or one space together because the worst thing is to go buy 16 cans of pumpkin and realize you have 16 cans of pumpkin left over from previous. And uh, that you could have reused up. So I go through my whole shopping list. I figure out what I already have. And I have it on one master list. And this goes for both Christmas dinner, Thanksgiving dinner. If you have any special meals you cook between Halloween and Thanksgiving, um, oftentimes we will invite friends to come over on Halloween night after the kids do their trick-or-treating. Just because I don't like my kids staying out forever forever. Christmas on Halloween and I try to limit the amount of candy they bring back home so we really don't trick-or-treat for very long so I still wanted to make the night fun so we have people over and I cook like something really simple in the crock pot and we all kind of just chill and have fun handing out candy to other kids in our house and all that kind of stuff so if you have any meals between let's say today and New Year's that are just traditional meals for you Everything goes on my master grocery list, and I use Cozy. I love the app. Um, However, what I do is I mark on that list what it's for. So everything for Thanksgiving gets TG, you know, dash TG right after it on my grocery list. Everything that's for New Year's goes for this date gets NY after it, and so on and so on. The reason why I do that is because some of the stuff needs to be done fresh, and I don't wanna buy it three weeks in advance and then forget, then I have to go buy it again, okay? But also I can mark it off and I can, when I get home, I can set it aside for that meal. Um, the reason I like having one list for everything is because if I see something on sale, it's all on one list and I can shop early. So if I know that cranberries are on sale this week, I can, you know, I happen to see them on sale and I know I'm gonna need four boxes Bags of cranberries over the course of Thanksgiving and Christmas, I can go buy four bags and then stick them all in the freezer, and so on and so on. So you can do some of this and kind of plan in advance. Um, I also, frankly, love to spread the grocery shopping out because you guys know—I mean, your moms—you know how much we're going to spend on cooking Thanksgiving, and if you have any specialty food issues in your house, any dietary issues you know your bill is going to double. Um, I think my bill actually has tripled or quadrupled this year just from attempting to buy gluten-free items alone. Um, it's, it's horrifying to me how much I just spent on gluten-free cornbread, by the way, um, yesterday. It was insane. So so this way, if you can get your grocery list set up as early as possible, you can take your time and spread some of that stuff out. So I've been buying the canned pumpkin and the canned yams because i can't get them here locally fresh and so i've been able to buy some of those things far in advance and kind of just start early and set them aside so i can spread the cost out as much as i humanly can Um, and if you get a turkey you want to pick up at the last minute you know those sorts of things if you have meal delivery if you have any kind of grocery delivery in your area this is the week to take advantage okay set it up order it now, set it up, be delivered mon- the Monday right before Thanksgiving, okay? I actually did that for all of my meat, um, because here locally, there's a place where I can order my meat and have it delivered directly to my house. Amazing! And um, so, I had my meat delivery, you know, my regular kind of monthly meat delivery, delivered the Monday before Thanksgiving, so I could add my turkey to it, and I can instantly start defrosting it right then, so I don't have to now, I really have a very, very tiny freezer here, so I don't really have a place to store a turkey. Um, so there are little things like this you can just kind of set up for yourself in advance. To me, grocery shopping is the worst. Making sure you have everything and it's not you know, the day before Thanksgiving and you realize you have no marshmallows. You know, so this part to me is the logistical nightmare. And so figure this out early and get it over with. Um, for those of you that are, frankly, having to shop this weekend for groceries, I apologize. Uh, it stinks, but if you, can, if you have to pay extra for grocery delivery, this is the week to do it. As working homeschooling parents, you know we just have to suck it up sometimes and kind of just make life easier. And this is the week to make life easier, honestly. Um, all right, so once you get past the grocery shopping, the next thing you need to do is go to your calendar. Spread out the next two months. Any event you know of that is coming up must go on your calendar. You need to RCP right away, and you need to book it on every single calendar you own. So if you have a work calendar that's separate from your family calendar, you need to book it. And you also need to book time for you to get there. So your travel time, if it's 20 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever, make sure you book that. Um, I know this might sound insane, but frankly, on the family calendar that my husband... And I share, I actually book everything a half an hour earlier, especially if it's happening during the week. So I can actually tell him he needs to leave work a half an hour earlier than he actually needs to leave work. So he actually gets home on a reasonable time because he, you know, getting him out of his job is impossible. So I always give myself an extra 30 minute window. Don't tell my husband. Hopefully he doesn't listen to this podcast. So I actually give him an extra 30-minute window to get him home so we can actually leave on time because he's always 20 minutes late everywhere because of his job. So book every single thing on your calendar, everything, your kids' activities, your homeschool activities, your church activities. If your church does the Christmas Eve service, you want to make sure you've planned for that. Uh, if your you know, church does a Thanksgiving Day service, a New Year's, our, our church actually does a New Year's Eve service, which I thought was cool. Um, any of your local town events, my hometown used to do a lighting of the Christmas tree event. And that's a traditional thing that we used to love to go to. So I always booked everything around that. Get all that crazy stuff on your calendar now. Don't wait to the week of it and then try to figure out why you're double booked and triple and quadruple booked get everything on the calendar now. That is super important. That way you can start planning backwards. Now, anything, requ- any event that requires you to do anything, you need to start planning your to-do list and writing all your to-do list down for that. So you can work your way backwards. Um, our church, our old church used to do um, a women's tea, um, usually one of the Saturdays in December. And last year, um, my girls wanted me to host a table because they wanted to decorate it. They didn't really want to come. They just wanted to decorate the table all fancy. So that was our kind of activity last Christmas. Um, and so we would plan, we went to the thrift stores and tried to find good Christmassy things to put on the table. But I had to work my way backwards. So I wasn't trying to do everything the day before and frantic. Frantic basically is the opposite of the holiday spirit, Thanksgiving and Christmas spirit, right? So we're trying to basically minimize the franticness. So if you have a to-do list, you can kind of start putting those to-do things, you know, scheduling your to-dos on your actual calendar with the due dates so stuff actually gets done. Um, The next thing you need to worry about is your Christmas list. This is your shopping list. Um I call it a brainstorming wish list and I frankly have always had one of these going on Cozy. Um, I just started a new list and it was Christmas ideas and as I came up with you know random ideas through year through the year I would just list these ideas for the kids on Cozy. however, my kids are t- their teens now and I've actually added the Cozy app to their tablets so they have full access to our cozy app Um. And in a way, this is wonderful, because if they run out of something, they can put it on my grocery list themselves by using their tablet. It's a life-changing thing here. But the problem is, is I can't hide my Christmas list from the, for them in and, and Cozy anymore. And I can't really share that so much with my husband on Cozy. So we are frankly doing that all through private chat um, now. And I have to kind of keep a running tally somewhere. Um, really haven't solved that problem yet. It's not really working so well for me at the moment. But I'm just telling you, um, you through emails and through chat, hide it however you need to from your kids. But I do love my cozy. Um, so if there's just a random thing, I'm like, oh, wouldn't that be great for them for Christmas? It kind of goes in that list. And the reason you want to start that far in advance, and I kind of keep that running tally through the year, is come Thanksgiving sales, Black Friday sales, Christmas sales, and so on. I'm looking for deals, and I go back to that list and see if I can find any good deals or anything on that list. That way um, I can get, you know, spend my money wisely and all that kind of great stuff. But I'm also not bringing home junk, you know, just because that happened to be the Black Friday sale that week. Um, I will also kind of look at that and say, all right, it seems to me like I can get most of my list or most of my ideas more from Walmart versus Target. So I will shop, shop the Walmart Black Friday sale or something like that. So I will try to narrow it down to three stores or three main stores and try to kind of group as much as I can at those three stores. I don't like the Black Friday shop, but I also don't have an unlimited budget, so I've got to do what i got to do, you know. Um, so if I can do it online and have it delivered where my kids don't notice it, which is kind of the problem right now, um, then I do. So if when you're doing Cyber Monday makes your life easier, then do it. But, you know, having that list kind of going now, so Thanksgiving, if you're doing Thanksgiving with family and you notice one of your nephews is really into this particular sports team or he just started driving, my, my nephews ask for um, gas cards for Christmas, which is frankly not very fun, but they, that's what they want, so that's what they get. So, you know, if you, you know if, you, if you notice certain things that they're into, you can tailor your list for them in advance. So as opposed to you figure that out two weeks after you've already spent money on a gift, all right. Um, so having that, having all your to do list set up, having your calendar set up, having your Christmas you know brainstorming list set up far in advance, and then you do your grocery shopping. That's going to lead you up to Thanksgiving, and hopefully, if you can kind of just sit down and chunk a lot of that out, kind of do all your planning and set up all in kind of one set chunk. Then you can enjoy the rest of your holidays. You can be enjoying doing the gratitude challenge writing exercise with us. You can be enjoying going to the Thanksgiving activities and doing, doing, you know, the volunteer work, community service projects with your family as part of the Thanksgiving and Christmas spirit. That's what I want you to spend your time doing. I just don't want you to not enjoy the rest of your holidays because you're frantic about the kind of things that make everything else run, you know? So then you have Thanksgiving Day, and Thanksgiving Day for me is pure, just straight up enjoy Thanksgiving, suck it, you know, kind of suck the marrow out of it kind of thing. I start my um, cooking and my prep on Monday of Thanksgiving week. The things that can be done in advance and stuck in the refrigerator in advance, I do on Monday, and then Tuesday, I might do a little more. Wednesday, I do all of my cooking. I start in the morning, um, and I go until it's all done very small oven this year and um we are not gonna be able to smoke our turkey outside this year like we have done years past so it might be midnight or later by the time i get done this year but i get all the cooking done on wednesday um therefore on thursday morning all i'm doing is the last minute stuff like the gravy and so on and um you know heating stuff up so the biscuits the gra- you know the, we do biscuits instead of rolls because you know i'm from alabama so biscuits, uh, gravy, last minute stuff that you can't do early, and then everything else is just heating up. I also do Thanksgiving at lunchtime, um, which has always been my family tradition. My husband thought I was crazy. To do it at dinner and you know, people cook all day Thanksgiving, I frankly think that's, a, I don't like that because I'm stuck in at the oven all day and I kind of frankly miss out on Thanksgiving and like the fun of Thanksgiving. So which, frankly, as a mom, kind of sucks for me. So I don't like doing that. So we'll do like a one o'clock luncheon, and then people can eat leftovers for dinner. And then I have the rest of my day free. And I can kind of hang around and take a nap and enjoy my kids and, you know, have fun. And we just suck the marrow out of Thanksgiving, whatever we can think of to do for Thanksgiving. Now, the day after Thanksgiving begins Christmas extravaganza. When I was working... And homeschooling, you know, thirty working thirty hours a week, and trying to homeschool. Frankly, I had no time to do extra stuff. So, literally, any Christmas prep that had to be done had to be done on Thanksgiving weekend. So, Friday and Saturday and Sunday of Thanksgiving weekend kind of weren't the greatest for us, but everything else was done. That means putting up the decorations, putting up the tree, uh, doing all of my shopping. Um, you name it; it had to be done by Sunday afternoon because I knew work was coming back on Monday, and it's not like they're going to let me take a, you know a day off from my job in order to put up a tree. I try to crank out as much decorating and much as much of that kind of nonsense on that weekend and get it out of the way. It only sucks for two days, okay? So Friday and Saturday kind of suck, but after that, it's not so bad. Previous years, I've gone out extremely early early on Friday morning. Um, If not like at midnight or whatever, and done all of our Christmas shopping, my husband got up, he did the kids thing and put the tree together and then got the lights on it. By the time I was done with my shopping, that part was done. So we were over it. And that means we ate Thanksgiving leftovers for dinner. We put the lights on, we started playing Christmas music, and then we decorated the tree as a family. So really, and then I kind of put out all the rest of the stuff while we were decorating the tree. So we kind of cranked out the worst of it all in one weekend. Um, now, another thing you need to think about is your Christmas card pictures. So put it on your list. Um, having them done before Thanksgiving is ideal. I have not yet done mine. And I don't know when they're going to get done either because kids need haircuts before I can do pictures. So here's the thing. Christmas card pictures need to be done early. And if you, could, so you want to do your pictures this week, if at all possible, Set your kids up. Do whatever you have to do. Get your pictures done this week so that you can order them over Thanksgiving weekend. Now, remember, Thanksgiving weekend is the last weekend of of November this year, so we're kind of losing a weekend. You want to kind of have your Christmas cards, if you're going to do that at all, okay, have them ordered by December 1st. Um, I often use Shutterfly just because that's what I use, but you can use whatever you like. Order them so you give to yourself, you know, 10 days to get them ordered, and then all you have to do from about December 12th to 15th on is mail them, okay? Dress them and mail them, um, which is what I do while we're at night while we're watching their shows and you know that sort of thing. So I just kind of crank them out. So you need to order early for your Christmas pictures, you need to get them taken early so you can make your Christmas cards and then order them the weekend after Thanksgiving okay and this year it's kind of all Thanksgiving weekend all in one um, so get all of that stuff out of the way plan it out early figure out how in the world you're gonna get Christmas cards done you're gonna get your Christmas pictures done whatever you're gonna do if you have a picture from earlier in the year that looks really good of the whole whatever you're gonna do then use it um, you know double dip whenever you can um, And here's the thing I really wanna get across to all of our working homeschooling parents, okay? This is not the time to Martha Stewart and Pinterest it up. Okay, so I'll just tell you guys, and frankly, as much as I love the crafts and the artistry and the decorations and all of that, I love that stuff. But if you're a working homeschooling parent, that's gotta go. And I hate to say that because that's my favorite part. This, you know, focus on simplifying. Okay, again, if you can order your groceries and have them delivered directly to your house, so much better than spending 18 hours in a grocery store and having to hit four different grocery stores to get what you want, like I just did. Um, you know, remember, you know, how can you have fun and do the exact same thing? Maybe this year for Thanksgiving, you buy the apple pie instead of making it from scratch. If that saves you two hours of your life, it's worth it. Um, Or if you're having guests come over, have them do the dessert. You know, that's worth it too. Um, Remember, this is all about simplifying. Remember the reason for the season and I think the concept of just, you know, a baby in a manger and frankly, that's a barn with dirt, okay? You can't get much simpler than that, folks. So taking the insanity and the craziness and the need to do, 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 do out of your life is going to help you truly enjoy the spirit of this season. One of the things I really had to remind myself once I start had kids and frankly, once I started working, okay, is I loved doing the individual Christmas projects. I love the craft stuff. I, I just, my, my motor runs on that stuff. I think Pinterest was specifically made for me, guys. I love that stuff. But this is about making memories, not projects. Okay, don't add more things to your to-do list if you don't have to, or find a way to cheat and do it easier if it's that important to you. So don't decide today to make homemade um, stockings um, because you think you need them to have the perfect Christmas picture. No. Or just go buy really pretty stockings. I've seen some lovely ones at Target in in years past, guys. So Again, this is about making memories. This is about enjoying your family. This is about the real reason for the season and celebrating, your, celebrating togetherness if this is not your religious holiday as it is for my family. Spend time making memories, not adding to your list, not doing, which is really hard for us recovering type A control freaks. I know that. But it makes this holiday season so much more worth it. And that way you spend less time prepping, less time planning, and more time celebrating. So we're going to wrap up our episode today, guys. Please remember to check out the Teach Them Diligently online conference. You'll find the link in my show notes and also on our website and the Facebook groups and newsletters and all that kind of great stuff. I do want to thank you all for listening in today. There are a ton of great podcasts out there, but you chose to spend your time here with me, so thank you. Please be sure to check out all of our show notes for the links to my site, workingmomhomeschooling.com, and all of the great ways you can connect with me online. I do appreciate our listener supporters. So if you enjoy today's podcast, you today, too, can support us with a small monthly donation that helps us continue with great content and interviews like you've heard here today on the Working Mom Homeschooling podcast. Just check out our show notes for the link. I appreciate your online reviews. Um, I appreciate all of you that have subscribed to our podcast and thank you to all of you who have been sharing this with your homeschooling friends. If you know someone that you think would be a great guest on our podcast, please let me know at julie at workingwhilehomeschooling.com. Thank you for listening today. And please be sure to join us in our Facebook group for continuing conversation on today's topic and beyond. I look forward to seeing each of you soon at our next podcast for Working While Homeschooling.